Pastor Samson. Somebody put your hands together for Jesus one more time. Come on, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house. Habiat Hadonai in the house of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody shout Jesus. Amen. How do you spell Jesus tonight? Just expect something unusually supernatural. Whoa. Somebody say hallelujah. My, if it's kosher right now, could you put your hand on somebody's shoulder? Put some pressure there and say, I'm pressing for a blessing. How about you? Hallelujah. I'm pressing for a blessing tonight. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated. My, we're so excited to be in the house of the Lord with you. Amen. I thank the Lord. But I got to thinking just all of this wonderful singing and music and worshiping and leading us out in praise. My, I, I feel a little bit like, uh, amen, Abraham, I'm looking for a city that hath foundation, whose builder and maker is God. This brother, this is a fine edifice. I'm just impressed. I don't know about you. You might be used to it, but my, we're just still gleaning from the glory that's here. Somebody's put a lot of hard work. This is awesome, but it will not compare. Amen to the city where the lamb is the light. But you can take the gold. You can take the walls of Jasper. You can take the pearls, pearly gates. Amen. I want to look into the face of Messiah. Amen. How many got that gold tonight? Oh, Sister Nolo's going to sing this song, brother. I'm going to try to save my voice a little bit. Uh, amen. But help her sing this song. It's that uh, southern fried kind of song. Amen. I'm going up yonder. You sing it. You know it. Amen. Help us pick a little bit with it tonight. Amen. Help her sing it. How many are going up? Look at your neighbors. I'm going up. How about you?
somebody one more time I want to look into the face of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords somebody say I'm going up come on I'm going up amen how about one more time didn't the ladies sing that song could you thank the Lord sister Nala appreciate you amen some of our courting times and some would have attracted me so much as that she simply gave her heart to God in worship, piano playing, singing, and God knew it. It was about 11 years old in her ACE school. Uh, they were asking all the students, amen, what, what, what do you want to be when you grow up? And brother, at about 11 years old, she said, I want to marry an evangelist. And uh, my little did I know, amen, thousand miles away, I thought, brother, we were already in a singing group. Uh, amen. In high school, different ones were asking us to uh, just play stupid stuff, and I refused. I said, oh, no. Uh, amen. I, I'm playing in church, and I'm singing and loving the Lord, and and uh, my he, he, he knows how. And, brother, I didn't know I was going to be a preacher. I didn't know I was going to be an evangelist. I would turn ten, ten shades of spiritual red just to get up in front of somebody. Amen. I felt like a butterfly pinned to the wall. <laughs> I didn't like anybody staring at me, kind of like what you're doing right now. <laughs> Amen. I, brother, I skipped speech class in high school because I hated to talk in front of people. Oh, yeah. Amen. But my God has a way of turning that around. Amen. Gave me the love of my life. I thank the Lord. Come on. Anybody going to just say, Jesus, I'm going to live the dream serving the Lord. Oh. Hallelujah. Please remain standing tonight. We're going to the word of the Lord together. Amen. It's good to have the other brother Samson with us tonight. God bless you, sir. Amen. Uh, and it's just our honor to have you here tonight. Any visitor, uh, amen, somewhere mentioned. Uh, I'm not going to try to get into names, but uh, we're so thankful that you're in the house of the Lord with us tonight. I appreciate all the saints of God. Those that have, as much as is possible, could be here every night. And you're, you're just here. Why don't you just give yourself a pat on the back. Thank God for you. Uh, amen. Every service coming and living and loving the Lord. Amen. Brother Caleb Sampson, God bless you and your family and for your, uh, your cordial uh, spirit. Just loving the Lord like you do. And I know this is not the last night, but I just, uh, I just appreciate God's people. Amen. Brother Zach, God bless you. Thank you for helping us, your family. Uh, amen. And just all these that are meeting that we, I didn't even know your name from the past. And, and it's good to get to know. It's so good to have all of these young people on the front pews. Uh, amen. Youth leader, God bless you. Just, you're not sitting on the back row as it were like an old musty World War II blanket. Just kind of stiff and starch. Amen. But you're right there on the front lines. That's awesome. Somebody say awesome. Amen. Brother Matherly and sister, God bless you, sir. Man, it's just good to, to meet you. What a small world it is. From North Carolina, he knows my son. <laughs> amen. He's seen him before, heard him preach. And uh, amen, small world. I appreciate your spirit, sir. God bless you. How many appreciate the ministers of this house? God bless them. <laughs> amen. Amen. Musicians, singers, wow. It's just been our delight. Tomorrow night, we're looking forward, if the Lord will, how to answer an atheist. It's not necessarily teaching. It's going to be kind of treaching. We're still going to be, uh, amen, Lord willing, singing. I, I, we, we want to hear this church sing. Uh, amen. Just alter whatever it takes. It's still a church service. So uh, come believing, receiving. Bring somebody with you. Amen. Because it's very pivotal. Very pivotal. Very foundational. We were speaking to Brother Colton today. He went out with us. Amen. Young Brother Colton. Uh, uh, Colby, I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Amen, Brother Colby. And uh, my just 11 years old Bible quizzing. Uh, how many are Bible quizzes here? That's just awesome. This is great. Brother Bible quiz, master, God bless you. Good to meet you today. And uh, brother, when I was 16, 15, 16, 17-ish, two years in a row, we were in Bible quizzing in North Dakota. And uh, one of them was the book of Acts one year. And we came second place in, in what we would call the district up there. And some of those, some of those verses, brother, I'm still quoting them today. And, uh, and I'm here to tell you, don't give up on it. Don't give up on it. So my, I, wanted, I wanted to say that just real quickly. Amen. It's just uh, all that's happening here. It's, it's just awesome. Somebody say awesome. awesome. Say awesome. <laughs> oh, praise God. Thank you for letting us feel right at home. Uh, amen. Appreciate the basket, sister, that which arranged at the hotel, the comfortable stay. I may not get a chance to sell this. I just want you to know. Uh, amen. All that in advance. Amen. God bless you for it all. We may say a little more after a while, but please, while you're standing, we want to go to the word of the Lord tonight. Here it is. I want to take you all the way to the book of Genesis. Amen. You say, preacher, my, you're often in the Old Testament. Amen. And it seems like you, uh, amen, almost stay there. I, 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 I love the seamless 66 amen the whole tree theology and it's just powerful amen when you can get into the whole counsel of god amen now i know please i hope this doesn't cross jesus came to fulfill and he did but that doesn't mean do away with is this all right amen just like i'm going to fulfill there's you can fill this glass up he came to fulfill it uh, but it's not doing away with it he paid the price we couldn't pay and the debt that we owed and he fulfilled now i know brother we don't put blood on doorposts and take animal sacrifices here right now into the sanctuary but understand honor your father and mother is still valid thou shalt not steal kill or destroy that's still valid is this okay amen see the, the law is really instructions and so it's the torah or the instructions that became flesh to instruct us and they crucified the instructions and was buried and the instructions rose again so that he can fill us and give us more instructions hallelujah is that all right <clears throat> amen we look at law oh my the law no we need stop signs we need yield signs especially when you're going 85 miles an hour <laughs> praise god amen you're going to need when you're going 90 and 100 amen praise god you need them all the time. Amen. Is this okay? So I need the good Torah and the word of the Lord. My hope I didn't put a blanket on anybody tonight with that. Genesis chapter number 30. That was free with no charge. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to help the preacher preach just a little bit. Amen. Genesis chapter number 30. And I want to look at verse number 31 here. Amen. It says, and he said, what shall I give thee? And Jacob said, Thou shalt not give me anything. Don't give me anything. For thou wilt do this thing for me. I will again feed thy flock. Brother, there's already a lot of water under the bridge. There's a lot that's happened. There's two wives. There's sons. There's promises. There's things that are unfolding. And there's this notion to go. And he says, Jacob said, What do I, what do I got to do to make you stay, son? Amen. And here's, here's Laban. Amen. Or Levan, which is the word white in Hebrew. So here's Brother White that isn't right. Not everything that is white is right. 
Amen. And so thou shalt not give me anything. I don't accept. I will pass through all thy flocks today, removing thence all the speckled. Amen. And spotted cattle, all the brown cattle among the sheep, and the spotted and speckled among the goats, and of such shall be my hire. So, so I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to remove anything that looks like this carpet. Spotted, speckled, spattered, splattered, whatever combination of design or color mixture that you can imagine. So shall my righteousness answer for me in time to come. When it shall come to pass from my hire before thy face, there's going to be no problem. For everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats, brown among the sheep, that shall be counted stolen with me. He's just simply saying, uh, everything that's there, amen, that is pure brown, it's just one simultaneous color, that's all yours, Laban. And if there's anything else, uh, amen, that, that uh, of solid color in my company, that means I've got some of yours. I've got some of yours. And Laban said, behold, it would be, might be according to thy word. Good deal. Let's shake hands. Let's sign the bottom line. And he removed that day, amen, the he goats that were ring straight and spotted and all the she goats that were speckled, spotted, everyone that had some white in it and all the brown among the sheep and gave them into the hand of his sons and set three days journey betwixt himself. So there's three days journey here. Amen. And Jacob and Jacob fed the rest of Laban's flock. So I'm going three days away with mine there's going to be no mistake. This is what's happening here. And Jacob took the rods of green poplar and hazel and chestnut tree and peeled white streaks in them and made the white appear, which was in the rods. He made the lighter color come to surface as he peeled away the bark. And he set the rods which he had peeled before the flocks in the gutters in the watering troughs when the flocks came to drink and that they should conceive when they came to drink. And the flocks conceived before the rods and brought forth cattle, ring straight, speckled, and spotted. No, this is Laban's crew. These are Laban's goats. They're all solid. Amen. But he's doing something here with the rods or sticks. Somebody say, chipping away at the sticks. <laughs> Amen. Now, I could read on, but I want to just kind of land real quickly into the message. And if I could entitle it tonight, what Jacob is doing is a strange experiment in the scripture. Anybody ever read this? Maybe you, brother, maybe you've preached this three weeks ago. Amen. But help us today is if we could preach simply, it's how you fix the sticks that matter. <clears throat> it's how you fix the sticks, hallelujah, that's going to make the difference. It's what you sow is what's going to come to pass. Now, I don't know if we're going to climb the wall, bite the ceiling, or somebody's going to look like they're shackled to the pew. I'm not sure exactly. But I want somebody, amen, tonight to help us preach just a little bit. My, there was a move of the Holy Ghost this morning. Visitors were crying. God was blessing. Somebody by faith is going to receive the Holy Ghost tonight. Somebody by faith is going to be baptized in Jesus' name tonight. <clears throat> but if I could, amen, look at your neighbor right now and tell him, it's how you fix the sticks. Amen. Could you take that Bible, hold it to your heart with one hand. Somebody pray, Father, we thank you. We need you in this house. You're president and resident in this place. Thank you for the Holy Ghost and fire. Amen. That keeps us alive. Thank you, Lord. God, in your presence, there's fullness of joy. God, we feel the joy of Pentecost. We feel the fire that's falling. 
We feel, oh God, amen, faith that's flowing in this place tonight. We give you nothing less than our anointed best. Hallelujah. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Could you place your Bibles down, clap fervently unto the Lord one more time. Come on, that's it. Amen. I wonder if you could bless the blesser in the house. Woo! Somebody go, woo! Somebody go, woo! Amen. Somebody say, oh yeah. Amen. Look at your neighbor. Tell him I'm not sitting down on the preacher. How about you? If you said it, you may be seated. If not, stand up and try it again. Hallelujah. Could you clap one more time because you're Pentecostal? Woo! Come on, he that the son is set free is free indeed. <laughs> Thank the Lord for a church that has truth tenacity. Thank the Lord for a church that's willing, amen, to spit it out. Amen, to say amen, I'm not gonna kick back and relax. It looks like some kind of pew potato that's growing sprouts. <laughs> amen, but we're really, amen, willing to come out kicking and praising God. <laughs> Sometimes, brother, you don't feel like it. Amen. Most of the time, you probably don't. But in the initiation of the fire that fell, it was more often than not that the people had to bring it. The fire fell, amen, when Solomon dedicated the temple. The fire fell when Elijah was on top of Mount Carmel. But all the other instances when the fire was ignited from temple times and beyond, it was because somebody brought the pan of fire with them. And sometimes Pentecostals, we can't just wait. We just got to get there and say, God, I already got a little bit of Holy Ghost. I'm bringing what I have and I'm going to burn. Amen. So that others can watch me burn in the midst of the service. Come on, somebody. Can you shout hallelujah? <laughs> Look at your neighbor. Say, bring the fire tonight. Woo. So, brother, just looking into this, and I don't want to bore you again out of your gourd and make your brain drain to your socks, but I want somebody to get this tonight. Amen. I looked at this awesome chapter in the book of Genesis. It's so very foundational, such as how to answer an atheist. Brother, it's not going to be just to have a word, but you've got to have a foundation when it comes to truth. And Baroshi, that's... That's what Genesis is. I, I was talking to Brother Colby today, and he was asking questions intelligently. Kudos, my friend, sister. Amen. But what, what are you saying? Amen. He said, or I asked him the question, what is the first letter in the Bible? He already talked to me. He said, Brother Nolak, how do you, how do you uh, talk Hebrew? How do you, uh, wh where do you, do you know any other language or something like that? It's just a good conversation. And I said, sir, what is the first letter Amen, in the book of Genesis or your Bible. And I would do it too, amen. <laughs> Brother, Sister Samson, we all basically said it, the word is I, or the letter is I, in the beginning. <clears throat> but in Hebrew, it's not. In origination, it's the letter B or Beit. Beit means house. Amen, Beit Lechem is the house of bread. Amen, <clears throat> Beit Lechem, Bethlehem. Amen. Hebrew letters come from pictures, I told them. When you look at an arrow view of the picture they drew in the past for B, it's the picture of a house. So the very first picture, amen, in pictograph in the Bible is a house. Why? Because God wants to dwell and fill your house. <laughs> 
בראשי ברא אלוהים את השמיים ואת הארץ. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And so brother the beginnings are very important. Every chapter in the beginning book is important. Every verse unfolding is important. And so chapter 30 is of no less value when you got Yochov, Jacob, who had struggled with wives and lives, who had struggled, brother, with being deceived and deceiving himself. He's now simply said, amen, I don't want this no more. <clears throat> Something's changed. I'm out of here. But Daniel says, wait a minute. Amen, what would it take to get you to stay? And they make this deal. <laughs> Amen, I'm gonna like a good deal. Handshake and a smile. Amen, sign the dotted line. Of course, now, brother, in this day and age, you're gonna give your DNA in a blood sample. Amen, and, 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 and kind of put a Q-tip in your ear and hand it to them. Amen, you gotta make sure, amen, that they know who you are. And, I, and understandably, Amen, because there's probably 55 default Sylvester Narlocks out there. <laughs> My witness, you can barely handle one, hallelujah. Amen. <clears throat> but looking at this, brother, I begin to see the story unfold. And so the deal he made, and could I just use it in a commentary right now? Is this okay? Thank you, sir. Here it is. <clears throat> Amen, you see Laban agreed to give Jacob all the stripe, spotted and speckled and dappled born, among his flocks, and immediately after making the agreement, he removed all but the solid colored animals to eliminate the possibility that Jacob would receive any livestock at all. <clears throat> Amen. In other words, I'm gonna help you, sir, in advance. You're gonna say I cheated down the road, so I'm gonna help this out. You get all the solid, I get all the speckled. <clears throat> We're gonna go three-day journey away. So not to be so easily outmaneuvered, Jacob engaged in the genetic engineering experiment. <laughs> the science part came out. <clears throat> he peeled sticks to make spotted, striped, speckled, dappled patterns on them and placed the peeled sticks near the water troughs. <clears throat> Wherever they came, brother, to water at the troughs, amen, he took sticks. Now, I don't have a bunch of sticks here tonight, brother, but he began, amen, to take them, and you could see the shavings, amen, he's, he's shaving, he's, he's whittling away, amen, has anybody ever whittled away, oh, I know I did, brother, little, little jackknife, they call it, some little knife, amen, and I found a stick somewhere to make it nice and white, and the, the, the temptation to make some pictures on it, or Amen, draw some kind of design. They just whittled away, whittled away. Brother, I'm sorry, I'll buy you a box if I have to. Is this okay? Yeah. <laughs> Amen. And so he continued to do that. Where? By the water troughs. And then during mating season, and I don't want to be rated here at all, but this is what's happening. This is the word. Amen. It was a common belief that a vivid sight during expectancy would leave its mark on the embryo. They believed that back then, brother, that, <clears throat> amen, when there was an expectancy, amen, whatever they looked at or whatever was in their view would be what was on then the inside in comparison. Amen. And so they did this kind of trick. Therefore, if the solid colored livestock saw sticks while they were expected, 
they would give birth to striped, spotted, speckled young, and it seemed to work. <laughs> oh, brother, right there by the watering troughs, amen, he whittled away, and, uh, and all of the goats, lambs, and rams, this wasn't a bad idea. <laughs> amen. So when you let it out, brother, there it is. Oh, yeah. Ooh. All of the solid colored animals, they come to feed in the water. Amen. And he's whittling away at the sticks. Amen. Some spotted in the stick and some speckled and some spattered. Amen. I want to make this one look like this. Take a look at that. <laughs> Amen. I want to make this one look this way. Take a look at that. Come on. Anybody with me tonight? Woo! Brother, by the time he got done whittling away, amen, all of this possibility came to pass. Brother, in other words, amen, he, he even said in, in a more modern perspective, he said, I, I know this incident sounds dubious, says the commentator. Even Jacob was dubious about the trick. He later admitted to his wives that it was God's miraculous invention that brought the results, not his stick-peeling trick. Amen. Genesis 31. If, if then spoke Laban, the speckled shall be your wages. Then all the flock brought forth speckled. And if he spoke thus, the striped shall be your wages. Then all the flock brought, brought forth striped. I'm, I'm just simply saying, in the camp of the enemy. Amen. He did a little maneuvering there. How <laughs> I many you know you got to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves? In the camp of the enemy, he wasn't a father-in-law. A lot of times he was father-outlaw. And then so in the camp of the enemy, hey man, I'm not even gonna bring my little rams and lambs over. <laughs> there's gonna be no involvement. There's a barricade. There's a three-day distance between them. But I'm gonna change these little lambs' minds. And by the time they knew it, amen, they were producing striped, ring-striped, speckled. Anybody with me right now? <laughs> and made a difference. Somebody needs us if a word like Jesus said, go to the gates of hell and the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of the living God. I'm going to make a difference. Amen. In the places that thought, amen, God's people would never prevail. Come on, I'm going to prevail in the downtime just as much as I'm going to prevail in the uptime. I'm going to prevail when the promise is shaky. I'm going to prevail, brother, during the darkness and in the middle of my midnight hour. I'm going to lap into him a miracle that's taken place. Woo! Somebody say yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, anybody with me in section C over here? Oh, to God, we almost had a rapture. <laughs> Brother, could I go just a little further? Amen tonight. What are you saying, preacher? Look at, look at someone and say, stick with them. Help them out. Amen. Brother, simply this. There's a lesson to be learned here. That which we place before our eyes impacts our inner man. Jacob believed that the sheep looked at striped sticks would bear striped young. That may not be or may be the case, but it certainly is true. When we view things that are shocking, disturbing, immoral, violent, or perverse. Brother, we need to make a covenant with our eyes. <laughs> Those images create, amen, neuron paths within our brains. Amen, they leave an impact on us. And sometime later, we give birth, as it were, through deeds, 
actions and speech patterns after the things we've been placing before our eyes. So I'm simply saying, brother, amen, it's time to keep on preaching, brother Samson. It's time to keep on preaching, brother Caleb. Brother Matherly, it's time to keep on preaching. Come on, brother. Come on, brother Adam. Amen, it's time to say, oh no, we're not gonna back up. We're not gonna let up. We're not gonna, come on somebody, but I'm going through, no matter what the devil throws at me, I know what to do, hallelujah. Somebody needs to put whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are good report, to think on these things. Somebody say yes, yes, yes. Could you clap your hands under the Lord? Somebody go, whoo. What are you saying? Amen. The devil has a stick peeling trick. And brother, if he could keep us preoccupied, we're separate. Come out from among them, my people. Be ye separate, saith the Lord. Touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. Oh, it's a clean break from running from the society and the system that you've been identified with and you start running in the other direction. <clears throat> Somebody say hallelujah. I don't look at the things, brother, that I used to look at. I don't listen to some of the stuff that I used to listen to. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. <laughs> oh, what's it say? For example, a person that watches, amen, bad video and television and junk regularly cannot help but absorb the culture and values expressed on these programs. The images he sees become a permanent part of his eternal, internal being because they're imprinted on his brain. Science fact proven. <clears throat> The dialogue he hears, brother, could you go to 103 as quick as you can? Somebody say, I'm with you, preacher. That's about 50%. How about the other 50? Woo! Somebody shout yes. Come on, this is prime time. Amen. Holy Ghost live. Somebody, hallelujah. Amen. And in 103, brother, excuse me, 101. I'm sorry, 101. I'm doing it again. Woo! At least the guitar is standing. Papa's pretty. Papa's pretty. <laughs> oh, somebody say, I'm with you, preacher. 101 and 3. Amen. Talks about something that's so vital. What does it say, preacher? It says this. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. Brother, another translation says it this way. I will set no worthless thing before my eyes. I hate the work of those who fall away. It shall not fasten its grip on me. A perverse heart shall depart from me. I will know no evil. Come on somebody. Hallelujah. If I'm going to do some trick peeling sticks. I'm going to peel out something that looks holy. I'm going to put something righteous. Ah, come on. Hallelujah. Ah, follow peace with all men and a holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Come on somebody. Yeah. The devil is there to tear you down to seek, destroy, to kill and to steal. But I'm not going to let something on the outside become a permanent mark on the inside. Ah, Somebody, whoo, help me, 
help me. I remember, brother. I remember. There is this constant struggle. Here we go again. I know I talked about the sons of Abraham. But, brother, we wrestle with the flesh sometime in such a way. Because there's that base nature, that Esau that's been buried in the watery grave of baptism. And some, sometimes it sticks up its ugly head. That's why you got to pray and fast and keep the carnal man, amen, subdued and the righteous man living above it all. And who you feed the most is who's going to lead the most. Now I, may have, I may have talked about this before. How many hunters do we have here? <laughs> My, the whole church is hunting, praise God. I don't know how many are carrying in this place, but just be careful. <laughs> my, my, my. Well, I don't know what, I believe in an action 238, hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Where, where, where are you at, preacher? I remember we were in Wisconsin. <laughs> how many have ever been to Wisconsin? Amen. And uh, it, it can get cold up there. I mean, real cold. <laughs> and uh, I remember when we were evangelizing up there, they, they allowed us to stay at this hunting reserve because they were snowbirds and they moved all the way to the south, Arizona. Good people, good brain, <laughs> good thinking. <laughs> and, and so they put us in there and we had revival in the winter. <laughs> See your breath, cars freeze. And by the time you get to church, it's finally warmed up. How many know what I'm saying? It's better than ice skates. You could just ice skate your way to church. It's better. It's better. And uh, so, so we, we were in this house. Matter of fact, it was kind of freaky. Because, and I'm not knocking no one, but these were definitely Roman, Roman, Roman Catholics. <laughs> they had easy 100 rosaries everywhere. Pictures, <laughs> amen, of these Catholicized disciples that had burning hearts and they were going... <laughs> they were hanging on the walls, bare, there was bare uh, windows, no Venetian blinds, blinds, <clears throat> and almost every piece of furniture had that ball and claw. I, I think Michael was just a baby. Was he a baby? Hey, man, so this, this is 30-some years ago, but I just got to tell the story. And, <laughs> and so... We were reading. It just was kind of spooky. How many know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. How many of you are ever in a spooky place? Yeah. Now, I, I, we got the Holy Ghost. Now, cast it out. Woo! Come on. How many know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but brother, there, and they had two stories. I think there was an eerie basement, and they had, it was a dermatologist. What, what do you call it? A taxidermy. Thank you. Heads everywhere. Heads of deer. Point. 5.6.7.8, 8. 8.9. They were everywhere. I mean, brother, I think they had a T Rex on the wall. Woo! I, I, I'm sorry, Saints. I'm just I'm going off the deep end tonight. But it was I was almost Sister Narla. And we slept upstairs, you know what I'm saying? And uh, you know what was also what topped it off is that we were reading in this present darkness by Peretti. Wrong book to read. How I many know what that is? Wrong. Don't read that when you're glued. We did it. She had her copy and I had my copy and we were glued. Brother, something just on the window. Because we knew there was demons with big eyes and sulfurous breath 
with talons hanging on the windowsill. <laughs> now, I, I, I didn't plan on saying all that, sister. This was just for you, I guess. <laughs> but I remember, amen, the brothers came and evangelists, brother, they're, they're kind of crazy. Sometimes we evangelize and sometimes we vandalize. And, and so they came and said, Brother Nara, would you like to go hunting with us? No, I'm not a hunter. I fished a lot. My dad fished a lot. He used to hunt, but when by the time I was second to the last, like almost the baby of the family, it was more fishing than hunting. And he could shoot a gun, a Korean War veteran, etc. And so I, I, I could fish, but I thought, hey, let's do it. I'm willing. Brother, I'm, let's man up. Yeah. And so, yeah, okay, they gave me a 10-4, a, 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 a or was it a 4-10? Help me, is it 4 10 10 is the C. Yeah. <laughs> but now you know. <laughs> Sorry, brother. My, I know this is a wimp for a preacher. Get him out of here. <laughs> but I remember this. And uh, they put, I they said, get these boots on. I didn't bring all the adequate stuff, so... Uh, I, so I put this, uh, I, you know, big jacket and boots, and we're going rabbit hunting. This was a pheasant reserve, so you could go out and shoot pheasants, but we're going rabbit hunting. I said, let's do it. And they put the orange cap on, didn't need one. You know, I had redder hair back then, didn't need the cap. And uh, so, so here it was, brother. Hey, man, I'm suited up. I'm ready. Let's go get them. And they had these two hounds, these two bloodhound kind of, how many know what I'm saying? These kind of dogs. Anybody ever use those or see those? Maybe you've got some. They're just, they're kind of cute, floppy ears. I wanted to pet them, but I didn't dare, you know. <laughs> Amen. And so we're going to get rabbits. All right, let's get rabbits. Amen. And so there we were, brother. Amen. And all of a sudden, amen, they started kicking the brush around. And I'm going, what does that have to do with hunting? And okay, this is kind of cool. I almost tried to, try. I didn't try not to let them do this. <laughs> I got the gun. Amen. And, and sure enough, there goes a rabbit. Whoa, for sure. It's in there. They're in the hiding place. And then they had these two dogs on leashes. And then they went clickety click. And all of a sudden, how many know what I'm saying? Man, what a sight of a wow. Yeah. I'm, I'm used to little fish aquariums with fish where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? This is awesome. <laughs> amen. And then he said, brother, hey amen, I want to put you over here. And I'm going to go over here. And the other brother's going to be over there. I don't know what they had in mind. I thought, okay, I'll stand here. You're going to see it come. I am? Okay, it's going to come. And sure enough, there comes, there comes the, the little ear fellow. And then fuzzy tail. <laughs> hey man, sure enough. Whoa, there he is. I'm going to get him, brother. I put that 410 up, little shotgun kind of thing. <laughs> hey man, pulled it back, got it ready. <laughs> and because of the animal lover I am, I couldn't pull the trigger. <laughs> I'm not going to do away with Peter Cottontail. I'm sorry, brother, I don't believe in all this stuff either, but I'm just, I'm, I couldn't do it. So I let it go, and it went over there, and the brother that was over there, all I heard, I didn't see him, all I heard was, <laughs> and then the dogs that were going, 
stopped. I thought, did he shoot a dog? Are they dead? He got them both in one shot. Bam! Oh! Poor dogs. No, the dog stopped because the one that shot him had the rabbit in his hand. And I thought, wow, that's cool. We come and live life and we're the rabbits. And, and, and attached to the leashes of the hounds of hell. And there's tribulation and trial. And we're running for our lives. Sometimes it gets tricky. And then comes Brother Samson says, let's have revival. And then the preacher, you get a crazy preacher. Amen. And all of a sudden the Holy Ghost kicks you out of your comfort zone. Because the flesh, you know how they knew that they were going to come back? How they knew where to put me? Because brothers, help me. They always come back to the same spot that we're kicked out of. So, brother, after this revival, you're going to have the greatest temptation, amen, to go grab some kind of mole with a 36-foot straw, amen, kick back on your lazy boy chair and spiritually sip away. But somebody's going to say, no, no, no. God kicked me out, amen, of my lethargy, and I'm on the run, and God will go chickety-chick. And we're running away from trials, and God's keeping us busy in the kingdom. And all of a sudden, As soon as we're dead in the hands of the master, the hounds of hell have no effect on us. Amen. Come on, somebody. You're going to die out to the flesh. You got. Hallelujah. Somebody's got to say, I'm going to put no wicked thing before mine eyes. I'm not going to feed my flesh. I'm not going to give it sustenance. I don't want growing on the inside what's evil on the outside. Somebody clap your hands under the Lord. Somebody say whittle away. Somebody say whittle away. Whittle away. Woo! I know I'm the Kleenex box preacher. I believe this tonight. I'm no holy Joe, brother, and I'm not perfect. And I've got to daily die out to the flesh. But I realize that after 46 years, I can't play God games, and this is not a bless me club. I'm in real warfare. And I recognize, amen, if I'm going to grow in the righteousness and mercy of the Messiah, I'm going to have to whittle away things that are lovely and a good report. Amen. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost so that Jesus is on the inside, working on the outside. Oh, what a change in my life. Could I read some? Look at your neighbor. Say he's going to explain something to you. Stick with him. Can I explain this? Let me, let me just read this. Amen. Today, American teens, and I'm not, I'm not trying to, we love you teenagers. Man, y'all are awesome. But American teens, gas pump teens, amen, spend an estimated 200 billion every year on an eye-popping figure that makes marketeers and advertisers kind of drool. According to one report several years ago, the food and beverage industries alone spend between 10 to 12 billion, with a B, per year marketing to youth, Z generations. 
Amen. Marketeers target young people, not only for what they spend directly, but also for what they influence their adults to spend for them. American children goad their parents into spending another estimated 200 billion per year. Virtually the entire media entertainment industry today spends or depends for its economic survival on capturing the teen minds. Zuckerberg is a lie. Thousands of friends you might have, but they're still very much alone. Amen. We've got all kinds of gadgets and figures and my things we put in before us. And it's so easy. Brother, I'm, can I just be honest? I'm, I'm looking for something. I don't know if it's on Amazon and my, we should almost quit that for crazy. Amen. And all kinds of other stuff. Just trying to, why do I buy? Is there a better price? And all of a sudden, something comes up. What in the world? And I go, I'm throwing that at junk a hunk of apple away. <laughs> How many know what I'm saying? Trying to allure, trying to capture the minds. And, and my, my wife is talking about something so innocent, so very innocent. And all of a sudden pops up on her phone things she was talking about to me. I know you're saying, nah, oh yeah. They're listening. I hope you're getting the message tonight. Uh, I'm sorry, saints. I just feel a little radical right now. But somebody's got to make a choice. No, I'm not saying throw away your phone. I'm not saying you can't buy something from Amazon. I'm saying if you're going to surf, you better surf safely. You better be fully clothed while you're surfing. You better ask God in advance. You better get up in the morning, parents, take your kids, anoint them with oil, and say in the name of Yeshua, HaMashiach of Nazareth. Amen. May God protect them and cover them. <laughs> cover them. By the blood of the Lamb. We homeschooled our kids. Amen. And it costed us. When we, when we were evangelizing, you had to. And we could have did different things. But we, we homeschooled and we bought books. And I, can, I remember the pictures. They're all seated on the little couch in our 40-foot RV. It was our 40-foot, three-axle, three-slide, washer-dryer, dishwasher RD, RV. <laughs> it was a good one. With my... 2001 Duramax diesel Allison transmission brand new Chevrolet, Chevrolet better way to see the USA truck. Did I offend anybody here? Oh yeah. You're a Ram believer, aren't you? No, you're a Ford. That's all right. We love you, brother. Praise God. No, don't get me wrong. That's okay. I love it. I, I, I don't mind all three. Amen. But understand things. Oh, Amen. I remember a picture of them all there. Some of them don't even have all their teeth yet and they're smiling with their brand new books. <laughs> and Sister Nolik, at that time, sometimes we didn't have a, a dime extra to spend on certain things. Let's share this toothpaste. Let's share this deodorant. Let's share this stuff. Amen. Because our kids' education is better than anything else. And I knew that. And God help me, we, we save them from the perverts that want to put children on their laps in libraries. We save them from the perverts. Come on, somebody, are you hearing me? Amen. I didn't want things before their eyes. I know later on they're going to have to see the billboards. I know later on they're going to have to do it, amen, for themselves. But thanks be to God that we invested, amen, into their eyesight and something was born in the embryo of their heart. 
that said, as for me and my house, and all of them are serving God. I don't deserve it, but I thank God. Why? Because we whittled away. We whittled away. We whittled away. I wanted them to see things that mattered. Oh, is it the cash? Look at your neighbor and say, it's time to fix the sticks. Stop playing around. Stop, stop whittling that thing like a baton. Do something with it. Set them at a place. Put it in front of their eyes. Can you quote Acts 2.38? Can someone hear? How many know what Acts 4.12 is? Oh, yeah. Tomorrow, sister. Amen. Tell Sister Nolik you got it down pat. Is that all right? God bless you. Amen. I'm, I'm just saying. Yes. I want them to know. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I don't want to sound crazy, but when we were pastoring in Wisconsin, amen, we pastored in Clintonville, 5,000 people, storybook, rolling hill kind of city. Anybody ever been to Clintonville? Amen. Oh, yeah. You're probably driving. It's, 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 it's off the beaten path. Amen. It's not too far from Green Bay and Appleton and all that stuff. And, and, and just a storybook town. I mean, you had made in the shade glass lemonade. And uh, just real unique. And so I'm pastor there now. And we got a, a three-acre hobby farm, a big barn. Don't get me wrong. We didn't have a bunch of animals. I had a dog and a cat and a rat somewhere I wanted to get so bad. <laughs> Amen. And just on and on. Oh, oh yeah, they're, they're, they're out there. <laughs> Little possums. Amen. And so, so I, 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 brother, was just, we're going to be here. This is for life until the trumpet sounds. And we evangelized for about 22 years. And so my, uh, this is where we're going to stay. I'm sorry I'm so storified tonight, y'all. Is this a, amen. But this, this, is, this is it. This is it. So it was kind of our, our, our nest egg and my, you know, God's blessing and, and uh, things happening. A congregation, about 150, 170 at one time. And I don't know, brother, we were there about seven years. And I, by the, when we left, because I knew God was speaking to me, I found in my office sometimes saying, God, but I love these people. And I didn't understand. What are you doing to me? What's going on? Get back out there. What? I was there 22 years. Don't I? Can I stay? No. Get back out. I can barely believe that next month will be seven years more. Wow. I can barely believe that. I don't know where it went. Amen. And I'm 50 and none of your business years old. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and I still feel the vibrant call. And, and, and so, okay, God, there it is. You can have it all. Just, just take this. And that's all right. I, amen. How many thank God for the cross? Yeah. And you follow the cross. You follow his will. Amen. You do. And there it is. God, thank you. I remember one prophet coming. Amen. L -l Listen to this purchase. He came to me. And he said, Brother Nola, before he was, he prophesied. He was, he was spot on. He said, he had simply said this. Brother Nola, before we sit down to eat, I want you to know something. God spoke to me at the hotel. He says, you got your hand on the doorknob of the door. Amen. And if you don't open it, he will. And I knew I'm going to have to put the pedal to the metal on this. I'm going to have to do whatever I've got to do to do the will of God. And I did it with, with, with speed. Amen. I'm, I'm just saying this is, that, brother, we, I told the saints when we left, I said, we had a seven-year revival. <laughs> I kept them so busy. And they must, they were just fingers and toes and bones by the time I left. Kept them so busy. We're gonna. We have banners and sayings and conferences. We have an. We even had an archaeology symposium. Because <laughs> I love archaeology. 
and all kinds of stuff that we had. I mix it into the messages today, just boom, 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 because it makes so much sense. It's, it's valid. It makes the word of God alive and come aflame. And, 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 and so, so this is what we did. And so I remember, <clears throat> can I say this real quickly? I remember counseling a couple families uh, in the, uh, uh, it was the prayer room at the time, but we did other things in their ministry meetings, etc. And there was windows on one end, and we had a little playground over there, and there were two six-year-olds playing in the playground. They were cousins. We just this year uh, ministered at this one's quinceanera. They're Spanish young ladies, and so they allowed me to minister at this. It was apostolic quinceanera, and, and, and it was just kind of cool. But back then, she was six years old, and and uh, so I was talking to these people. It was good, good conversation, <coughs> peoples. And all of a sudden, in the windows, I, I, and I go, what was that? That's a big dog. And then it caught into the other window. That ain't no dog. And I went, I had a hard time getting up. Bear! And they turned around. Because a couple of the families, that's their daughters out there on the playground. Yeah. And big mama bear looking for her cub went in between the church and the playground. Thank God those two young ladies were there and one of them said to the other, said, uh, oh, there's a bear over there. Be careful, Sammy. Amen. Stay. Thank God they stayed right there. She was cool. I went away. <laughs> and it, big, big Wisconsin bear. This was a little cub. This was a big bear. And we came out, thank God they were safe. There's that bear trucking for truth. <laughs> I didn't catch it. I didn't want to. I called 911. Something's happening in the city. <laughs> Amen. Where we were, brother, we we're right on the edge. Amen. Of Menominee Indian Reservation, and there was eagles, and then the farmland and different stuff all over. That's where we were. So I, I, I'm just saying so that, that that bear mentality, that. Amen. Sometimes, I'm going to switch it on you. Sometimes you need to be a bear. Story, can I bring you this story on top of another story? Thank you, sir. I'm sorry. You rest here because it's going to have to follow. I'll preach to you, brother. Anybody with me on a Sunday night still? <laughs> Look at your neighbor say, fix the stick. Fix the stick. Hallelujah. It's what you follow that will influence you. Paul said, take up your cross and follow me. And if he's got a cross, I got to put the cross before me and the world behind me. <laughs> the reason, brother, they could make it is they had an ark before them and David danced. Potholes, yes. Amen. Mikhail laughing at the windowsill, yes. Amen. But the presence of God is here. If you'll keep your eyes on the presence, if you'll put that, that's what's going to be born in the embryo of your spirit. You don't know. You don't know. And you don't know this man or this man. You don't know, amen, the struggles that I've been through in the sense of letting down and letting go and the possibilities to do so. Something in my spirit, I've had missionary. My first pastor was Gerald Nielsen that became a, a, a missionary to Sweden and Norway. 
my second pastor was the son of a district superintendent, etc. Amen. And another one after that because just a little rotation was one from Texas. And I needed him at that time because I was working in factories at 17, 18, 19 years old. I was a Q, QC. I was a lab technician, taste testing, salt analyzation. I was heading the food route in my future. Amen. Maybe that's why I like potato chips. Amen, but I'm just, I'm just saying, saints, amen, it's pastors like them that instilled into my heart. They put good things in front of me. And things were born in my spirit. Brother, the first time I looked into the eyes of someone that invited me to church, it was my brother. Amen, it was the piano player of that home mission church, Grand Forks, North Dakota. On our way there in a two-door 67 Chevrolet Coupe. Amen. On the way there, we had a half hour to go. We left Minnesota, went to the North Dakota side, half hour on I-29, amen, going south. He whipped out three little Gideon Bibles to us, three brothers, amen, and said, turn to Acts 2.38. <laughs> my little 11-year-old mind was shaken. I thought, my, this is really cool. I opened that Bible, amen, I began to read that. Later we went to church, you know my testimony, and I was never the same since the first service, and I loved Pentecostals then, and I love you now. Don't you take away from me running the aisles. Don't you take away from me, amen, worshiping God. Don't you take away from me, amen, seeing it happen. I've got to see the fire fall, brother. I needed to be born in the embryo of my spirit. Brother, you keep teaching them. You teach the word of God. You Don't underestimate what you're doing in the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Follow me as I follow Christ. You gotta get it in your God-given gut. You gotta say, if anybody's, gonna, if anything is gonna be conceived in me, it's gonna be that of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. But I gotta have the right whittler whittling before me, and I gotta make sure, brother, Amen, that whatever's happening there on the outside influences me. Amen, to serve him. My, how did I get out? I was trying to get to the bears. Is, is anybody here? Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to preach real, real, real long. So if you're, if you're waiting for the good part, it's happening right now. <laughs> Brother, a story, and this is a true story. Amen, speaking of hunting again, there was this kind of, uh, I know these families that would get together. I'm just going to skip a lot. I'm just going to go right. Amen. And they would have around a lake that would get together and I guess ride horses and, and cornhole and, and corn cobs and corn everything, corny jokes and whatever else was there. Amen. <laughs> corn chips. And, uh, <laughs> and so, brother, they, that's what they did. And there was a man that was there that could have been 50-some and, he was dressed a little better than some of the others. And he talked to the little 11, 12-year-old kid, maybe he was 10 or whatever, and he said, hey. And I talked about his family and this kid's parents and knew his mama's name. And my, that sounds impressive. You must know my family. And, and uh, my, he said, I tell you what, my, how would you like to walk around the, uh, the lake and see some turtles and snakes and stuff? And oh, man, that little boy, you know, he's... My, that would be a great adventure. Let's do that. I tell you what, first thing in the morning, I'll, I'll come get sure enough, pay him a little tap on the tent. And the little boy, amen, goes out with him. Amen. Although he even mentions, I only see one snake, you know. 
And uh, he went all the way around the lake and seen some things, maybe some fish jumping out of the water, tranquil, beautiful, kind of like the sunset of tonight, just, just real, I mean, eye-opening and beauty. And, 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 and by the time he got back, he got back to his parents and man left and said, yeah, I, I did this and did that and had a walk around the lake today and went, whoa, a what? A walk around the lake. With whom? And he mentioned so-and-so's name, and they became ashen white. You've got to be kidding me. That man is a known petty from the past. Pedophile. From the past. Son, are you okay? Is everything? No, everything was kosher. Everything was kosher. You see, saints, when you hunt, how many have ever done this? And you see a fawn that's running free. Some hunters would get disappointed from what I understand. But others go, oh, yeah. And they'll look for it because there's a coyote that separated that little fawn from its mama. Sure enough, there comes the fawn. But there's that little coyote. And he goes. And the coyote is now some ragtag kind of sausage on a wall somewhere. Does away with him. Amen. Why didn't the man approach him? Why didn't the man? Why? Because... That little boy's parents was not a man, a deer, a doe. He wasn't a fawn. He was a cub. And that man knew that if I, in any way, in any way, I'm going to pay the price. He got out of a lot of things, never got, but not this one. Oh, no. He knew he'd have to pay the piper with this one. I know his parents. And he stayed his distance, and the boy was free. All because some parent was a bear instead of a doe. And somebody in this church, Pastor, thank you, thank you, thank you, parents. Young people, adhere. Amen, amen. Your parents, they may be a little older, but they're not stupid. How many hear me? If they come, the kids respect me enough to know when I say, wait a minute, be careful with that, they still will. Sometimes it's, ah, oh, dad. And I'm going, no, no, no. And they still listen. I thank God for that. Amen. How many here, you gotta be, you gotta be a bear. You gotta be unbearable almost. <laughs> you gotta say, oh, not on my watch. I got too many kids in the camp. And my family is worth it. It's priceless. <laughs> Amen. I can't let somebody put something before my kids' eyes that'll dement them. I can't let this youth group down. Hello, youth leader. Come on, somebody. Amen. Oh! <laughs> Amen. I gotta make sure that I know how to fix the sticks. Yeah. Fix, somebody say, fix the sticks. <laughs> Don't you be for a moment. Amen. Elusive in your discipline in the sense. Amen. Don't, 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 don't say, well, everybody else is doing it. Don't say everybody else is watching it. Don't say everybody else is leaning. They can get into your DNA. <laughs> I didn't probably tell you the half. I didn't tell you the half of the drugs and the knives and the blood and the food fights that were in my house. <laughs> Amen. When I was growing up, my older brothers, I remember one instance, Dad, all, he, all Dad wanted, all Dad wanted is for them to wash the dishes. His mom was working at the bar. It makes sense. She's going to come home. She's weary. Bad job. <laughs> this is why I live. She smoked a pack of sap, half of the cigarettes a day. My daddy was an alcoholic. He had probably something on him. <laughs> and my brother said, no, I don't do it. 18, 19, living under his roof. Hey, Amen. You didn't take a Korean War veteran and say no. <laughs> 
Oh, in my little 11-year-old mind with my 10-year-old brother, we went, uh-oh, amen. And dad got a hold of them, brother. It was a horrible situation, amen, fighting and plates and, amen, food on the walls. And <laughs> brother, ever since then and many other times, I made up my mind as soon as I can get more of God, I don't want to live that way. My wife, I said, honey, amen, there's no reason why you or I need to lift our voice in our marriage to each other. I've had enough of it before. My ears, amen, were shaken. And thank God we've never had to yell at each other. Did we have some good, amen, Holy Ghost arguments? You better believe it. Amen, it's good stuff. But I'm here to tell you, it makes us better. And you don't have to flip your lid. Amen, you do the right thing in front of your family. You do the right thing in front of your church. You do the right thing. And I remember my brothers with hair down to their souped up 57 Chevys out racing cops at 80 miles an hour on gravel roads with their lights off. Amen. In the moonlight. And they did. They outraced them. <laughs> on drugs, stealing, packing cars from gas stations, different stupid stuff. It's a wonder we didn't all just, all, all my siblings are living today. This, all of them came into church except for one sister at one time. It's just amazing. My, my mom got saved. My daddy got saved. <laughs> my, da my dad went to the bar and they were telling him, you better get your son out of that occult. He's, he stopped drinking and smoking drugs. Well, I, I think that's a good thing, right? Man, if that's a cult, let me be in the center of that, honey. Come on. Amen. And so dad said, I'm going to go to that church because we're good Catholics, brother. Man, I'm good Catholic. Amen. Drink, stink like a dog, but I'm good Catholic. Amen. So he went there with a fifth under his belt. In other words, amen, he drank some. I'm going to straighten him out. But he sat there like a puppy dog, listened to the word of the Lord, and people just worship him. He got out, disappointed. Next time I'm going to get him. He did the same. He came and he did the same thing. Just sat there. <laughs> Later he went to an altar. And my dad repented of his sins. And I remember him getting baptized in Jesus' name. I remember him getting the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Brother, when I was pastor in Clintonville, he said, son, would you rebaptize me, please? I hope I'm not. He said, even if his first ceremony was sick, he said, it's been such a long time and I want to make sure he's in his 80s. And he's passed away now. It's, it's almost three years, about three. And, 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 and he said, what did I say? Yeah, dad, I'll do it. And I baptized him in Jesus' name again. In the Moshe, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. And he came back up and there he was again, speaking in tongues. I remember my brothers drove the Chevy to the levee and the levee was dry. Good old boy drinking whiskey and rye saying this be the day I die. How encouraging is that? My, what a great song. And then my, step out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, Stan. Don't need to be or Just set yourself free. Hop off the bus, Gus. Don't need to discuss much. 50 ways to leave your lover. Well, that would go great at a marriage seminar. <laughs> but that's the DNA stuff yes, sir. That, that was put before me in the past. Oh. And at 11 years old, brother, God snatched me out of the flames of hell. And I was headed right to the direction my brothers were and my dad were. <laughs> 
And then he changed my direction to where I didn't in include co-education anymore in physical education. My pastor had to come to the, to, 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 the, to the school and say, no, he's exempt. It's religious stand. I stood and said, I'm not going to mix with girls in the gym while we're all having shorts on. I'm not going to do it. And thank God, God helped me through that. I, brother, when I graduated with 200 people in Grand Forks, I played the guitar and sang in the choir. Who knows why they let me in, but I did it. Hey, man, kind of artsy in that sense. I thank God for that. But I was the only apostolic in 200 people. Hey, man, and I knew in whom I believed, and I thank God for that. You can do it. And when you've done all to stand, you can stand. Don't let the devil conjure some kind of stinking excuse in your mind, in your heart, in your brain. Sisters, hey, man, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Hey, man, you're powerful. You're powerful when you're a Pentecostal young lady, pure and loving God. You don't need some kind of stupid guy, amen, that's just kind of, you're just kind of some weirdo and some dumb box of rocks, amen, that never wants to serve God. You don't need some kind of creature from the Black Lagoon, amen, amen. If you wait upon God, God will give you the best thing on this side of heaven. Come on, some brothers, are you hearing me? It's the same for you. <clears throat> what are you putting before your eyes? Influence, lift your hands. <laughs> lift your hands, lift your hands. Stand your feet, lift your hands, stand your feet if you can. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. It's how you face the sticks. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Brother, somebody, somebody, amen. Somebody just, somebody in just a little bit. Somebody in just a little bit. You need to, you need to. Amen. I, we don't have a bunch of sticks here tonight. Amen. But these Kleenexes are like your stick. It's like a stick. And I want you to come up and say, God, amen. I want to whittle away. Amen on something. I want to whittle away on something that influences me. Brothers, if you've got to bring your stinking cell phone to that altar and lay it on there, you do it tonight. And you promise God as much as it's within you, God, please help me. I need you to help me. Otherwise, I'm going to unplug in this beast. Amen. This Mideast beast, as it were, this Antichrist. Amen. It's a truth. Come on. Lay it on that altar and say, God, I'm going to whittle away at something that's going to influence me. Somebody's got to say, when I leave this place, I'm leaving with a cross. Yes. Is anybody hearing me in the back? In the Madeline Helpless. Anybody hearing me back here? You got to get serious about this salvation. Can I just simply say, brother, I'm no Holy Joe from Kokomo, but after four decades of studying end time theology and eschatology, I know too much. You got three more hours? I'd like to tell you some things that's happening in this world that'll blow your mind. And if you think you've got 10, 15, 20, 30 years, you're mighty mistaken. And I can't place a date, but I believe we're living in the birth pains. And if we're going to serve God, you can't play on the fence. You can't let things influence you that are going to suck you into some kind of false spirituality and false sense of security. You've got to be led by the Spirit of God. Those are the sons of God, brother. Hallelujah. 
Oh, brother, he's going to lead you. Could you lift your hands? Thank you, God, that this brother is being led by the Holy Ghost. But something's going to captivate your spirit, brother. Could you do it? Amen. He's going to speak to you in the midnight hour. God's going to show you things you've never seen before. And I believe it, brother. You're going to run to it. And it's going to make such a difference. You're going to whittle away. You're going to whittle away. And your family's going to see it. And everybody else is going to see it. Go ahead, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Shakata rebo katabosha. Come on, come on. If I know any better, I know the pastor loves this church. The pastor, amen, assistant to the pastor loves this church. Your youth leader loves you. This preacher loves you. And I wonder if there's somebody that could pick up a stick. I wonder if there's somebody that could pick one up and say, God, I'm going to whittle away. I'm going to whittle something here. Hallelujah. Sisters, bring your purses if you have to. What do you got in those things that that might steal you away? What's influencing you? It's how you fix the sticks. Come on, somebody's coming. Somebody's coming. Somebody's coming. Somebody's coming. Could you lift your eyes and hands to him one more time? You're coming from the back. You're coming from the middle. Come on, somebody's going to fix the sticks tonight. Somebody's going to fix the sticks tonight. Come on, you're coming. Could you bring a brother? Could you bring a sister? Family, could you bring your back? Family, that's it, brother. Come on, just pick up one of them. God, I'm going to whittle away. I'm going to whittle away. Come on, I'm going to whittle away at something. Hallelujah. I made my, I made my decision. decision.